Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are with us and hope that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. This year our theme is I am your God from Ezekiel 34. We believe that God alone is everything we need in these uncertain times and so we desire to put all of our trust in him. We have Pastor Geshom share with us on the topic I am your God who makes you holy. In a time where holiness is almost a bad word, we come to understand that it is God who makes us holy. He is the one who calls us to himself, setting us apart for a life that honors and pleases him. Can we quiet in our hearts to hear what he would have us hear today? Hi church, it's such a joy and a privilege to be bringing God's word to you today. Even as we've just started this new year and we've been 2 weeks into it. Uh, I know that uh, many of us especially uh in church have not been keeping well uh have not been uh the year hasn't probably started right for us probably some form of ill health uh for some of us even the fact that we might be struggling with fever body ache and for some who even have tested positive uh our prayers are that that in this moment of trial in this moment of trouble in this moment of a uh, hardship that we'll see god more closer than ever before and even as we've started this year we've been looking in this theme i am your god and it's a reminder that in the midst of all this confusion that's there around you know uh, in the midst of uh, the rising cases in the midst of uh, you know troubled news that we keep hearing now and then that he is our god jesus is our god jesus is our savior jesus is my god and i want you all to declare that even in the places that you are right now if you can just take a moment right now to say jesus you are my god you are my savior and you know as we saw last week our god is the one who saves us and we're going to step into the second part of the seeds and says i am your god who makes you holy and even as i was preparing i was reminded of the fact that this topic of holiness is such a vast topic you know and but i love the fact that um, you know we don't have to strive for ourselves to become more holy but we just have to be ourselves available uh, you know at the foot of god at the foot of the cross at the foot of jesus to say god i'm here right now can you make me holy and he's willing to make us holy and so even as we go through a lot of scriptures today even as we take time to see what does the bible have to tell you know if god says that he'll make us holy in what way will he make us holy because a lot of us today are struggling with the fact that uh, this word holiness scares us this word holiness you know kind of like keeps us in this place where you know what if i kind of move closer to it i might be set apart from this world you know my friend circle might uh, i might you know leave that inner circle and probably move to a circle where no one might be there or probably you're thinking if i move towards holiness you know i cannot enjoy this aspect of life that i get to enjoy right now or the things that i'm getting to be involved in i won't be able to but as followers of jesus if you just a few minutes back told with your mouth you know that jesus is my god you know we are asked and required to make certain changes in our lives and one of those changes is to move closer to uh, this god who is holy and who wants to make us holy so that we can be closer to him the passage that we've taken today is from the book of leviticus and i want to read that passage leviticus chapter 18 verses 1 to 4 it goes on to say then the lord said to moses give the following instructions to the people of israel i am the lord your god So do not act like the people in Egypt where you used to live or like the people of Canaan where I am taking you. You must not imitate their way of life. You must obey all my regulations and be careful to obey my decrees for I am the Lord your God. For I am the Lord your God. And so even as we read this passage we see that God's asking us to obey because he is our Lord, he is our God. And so today you know probably obedience is not our immediate nature or is not our immediate step or is not something we love doing but if we say we love god obedience has to be part and parcel of this you know i love the fact that you know when we choose to obey god he just doesn't care for us physically or he just doesn't care for us spiritually and leave us physically out no he wants to work in and through us and the beauty about holiness is holiness works first inwardly and then is seen outwardly 
and god was reminding the people of israel saying hey i've taken you out of egypt and just because i'm taking you out of egypt and i'm taking you to a promised land you cannot take certain things from egypt you know certain habits that have been formed have been cultivated because they've been there long they've been there generations they've been there you know in that land and so certain culture is already set in he's saying no you cannot you cannot act like you were in egypt and he says the place where i'm going taking you to you cannot imitate them you need to be who you are and who you say i am and today god's telling hey you know i want you guys as you start this year i want you all to put out the act let go of the act because i don't want to see you guys acting it out and i don't want you seeing imitating something else and it's very relevant today for our culture today a lot of us can put on an act to say that you know what i am a christian i am a christ follower you can probably act it out by saying the right things you know today who's watching people who are around you are probably watching and today you know when we walk into church we are in church probably for like 2 or 3 hours in a week the rest of the 158 odd hours are there by the where we are by ourselves only god knows and so today god's asking would you let go of that acting whatever you know you've been surrounded by whatever culture you've built around would you let go of it or probably you have been imitating certain things certain people certain ideologies and god saying hey would you stop imitating i just want you i just want you all to myself so that i can make you holy and we see israelites struggled israelites struggled they went into the promised land but they gave into the gods of their neighbors they gave in gave into the culture of their neighbors if you read the book of leviticus you time and again see god putting regulation and instruction to them saying don't do this don't do that the more you see he was doing it for their good he was doing it not just for their physical bodies not for their earthly human bodies but he was doing it for their spiritual beings also but they failed to see that the very command which was given first you shall worship no other god beside me they failed to acknowledge that and today god's reminding us as we start this year can we acknowledge that jesus is our god can we acknowledge that god is central in our lives because if he's central we will automatically start doing things that he requires we will start you know giving importance to what he requires often times in their time of grumbling and complaining referred back to where they were from to the land of egypt and lot of times we are you know not content with the journey that god's taking us on we are complaining we are saying you know what we prefer to be in that mode of being in our previous life but god saying no i'm taking you to a new place i'm taking you on this journey i'm doing something new one of the biggest things that i constantly see within my own self is to let go of certain things i've carried along all through my life i feel like i need to have some of it here and there but god saying i want to you know uh you know let go of that yoke let go of that heaviness he wants us to let go of it so that we can enjoy this journey and this journey of holiness is something which he wants us to enjoy is something what he wants us to thrive he just doesn't want us to you know uh you know uh, abandon us like that no he wants to work in and through us cuz the minute we start working in becoming more intentional about holiness and drawing closer to god he wants to you know remove all those rough edges he wants to remove all those character changes that have been sometimes our identity and change it more to what he wants it to be and it says that you know the israelites he says don't go and imitate like the land that you're going to you know um, my youngest my wife keeps reminding me that he imitates me uh, to the t you know to everything that i do the way i eat the way i drink uh, water sometimes and things that i love wearing he imitates me and sometimes we love imitating people who we really look up to we care about we you know or probably is our idol in some case with regard to work with regard to business with regard to things that we get to do god's constantly telling in the new testament the you know the disciples keep writing if there's one person we need to imitate it's jesus and no one else and i would like to read that passage for you it goes on to say in ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 to 4 it goes on to say be imitators of god in everything you do 
for then you will represent your father as his beloved sons and daughters and continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ for he surrendered his life as a sacrifice for us. His great love for us was pleasing to God like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance and have nothing to do with sexual immorality, lust or greed, for you are his holy ones, and let no one be able to accuse you of them in any form. Guard your speech, forsake obscenities and worthless insults. These are nonsensical words that bring disgrace and are unnecessary. Instead, let worship fill your heart and spill out in your words." Let worship fill your heart and spill out in your words. If we start becoming imitators of God, if we start becoming imitators of God in every aspect, we will start declaring things with our mouth. And I love the fact that with regard to the holiness of God, if there's one thing we can do is we can worship him because he is holy. Our stance, our, the, very, uh, the very posture we would take would be one of worship. There's nothing else that we can do. You know, God wants to make us holy so that we'll understand him fully. You know, God takes, uh, I remember preaching in the uh, first um, of this year, you know, when Moses met God, he had his reasons as to why he couldn't fulfill what God was laying on him at that point. And God's reminding us today, hey, I am the one who's making you holy. I am the one who's going to equip you. So can you just let go of everything that you think you don't have or you're not good at and let me do my job in you? And the more I think about it with regard to holiness and pursuing holiness and wanting to be closer to God so that I can be more like him on this earth, it requires me to worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. And, you know, when we read Revelation, we see that time and again, that the elders falling down, the elders worshipping him and exalting him. And it comes down to the pivotal question when we decide to follow God is, are we willing to let go of who we are so that God can make us holy? Are we let, willing to let go of who we are so that God can make us holy? I'm going to read a passage from Revelation and it goes on to say, Revelation chapter 4, verses 8 to 11, it goes on to say, And the four living creatures, each one of them having six wings, are full of eyes all over and within, underneath their wings. And day and night they never stop saying, Holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the Omnipotent, the Ruler of all, who was and who is and who is to come, the unchanging eternal God. Whatever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanksgiving to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and they worship him who lives forever and ever and they throw down their crowns before the throne saying, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and honor and the power for you created all things and because of your will they exist and they were created and brought into being. Even as I read here, the elders throw down their crowns. In some it says they lay down. In some they say, even, you know, they just uh, uh, it, they just fall down. They let go of their crown. And today God's reminding us that if you want me to make you holy, there's only room for one person to wear a crown. Would you allow God to wear the crown today in your life? the crown so that he can be seated above. There can be no other altar. Because if God has to be who he is, who he, who the word says that he is, there can be no other altar. And today we've built so many altars. You know, I constantly have to keep telling God, God, what I do does not define me. What people say I am does not define me. It's only what you say I am that really counts. And it's a struggle because today we constantly are trying to push and tell people, hey, you know, you know what I am, you know what experience I have, you know what profile I've of clientele I've handled. But God's saying, if you want me to make you holy, you need to let go of that crown. The weight of that crown is so heavy for many of us that we struggle. We struggle many a times to let go. But if there's one thing we can do is what these elders did. 
when the declaration was made, holy, holy is the Lord God, they threw down their crowns. If we can throw it down, it will mean the world to a God who's above and who will totally, you know, open his arms wide and say, I will want to make you holy. And if he delights in us, can you imagine the atmosphere it creates? That's why I love when we get to worship him, when we sing songs, we enter into his throne room. We enter, we have the direct access in. We have that place where we can call him above Father. Today, if you struggle to worship here on earth, you're going to have a tough time when you're in heaven. Today, if you struggle to sing all the songs that are coming out, and you're saying, you know what, the meanings of songs of the 80s were the best. You're literally confining God into a time capsule and saying God was only God present in the 80s. God is a God who is beyond time. He's equipped, he's charged the songwriters of the season to write songs that will bring heaven down here on earth. So never discount any worship song that's coming out. Never discount the worship leader that is leading you into worship. Be it a brown skin, white skin, multi-ethnic person, whoever it is, it doesn't depend on who's leading. It depends on who we are worshipping. And the one who's worshipped is holy. The one we get to worship every day is holy. So let's direct our worship towards him. Let's not direct it to a musician. Let's not direct it to a worship team. Let's not direct it to a worship artist. But let us direct it to the audience of one. The one person who matters. Because it's him who can make you holy. And so today, church, are we willing? Are you and I keep asking the question to myself, am I willing to let go of that crown? My title, my role, my job, my bank balances, my family status, the image that I've built in society, everything is nothing in the presence of our God. Only he is worthy to be praised. And so today, as we go into a few more scriptures to see how can this God make us holy and what does he do in and through us I want to ask you, can you honestly make a decision to thirst after this? You know, it's a lifelong change that God will keep doing in and through our lives. You know, um, a lot of us struggle to uh, actually um, ask God, God, please make me holy. Because we know that, you know, he might tell you to let go of certain things. That When you read the book of Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, he gave a whole bunch of instructions. And you know, honestly, those instructions were more for the outward appearance. You know, and so we, we are scared looking at that. But when we look at the New Testament, Jesus just blew the lid over. He said, you know what? Hey guys, all of you all this time were working around the periphery. And if you notice as human nature, we master the things that we are doing. It's not in our doing that we become holy. It's in the living out that we become holy. It's in our everyday living out that we become holy. God's looking at what's happening in the inside and that's what matters to him. What our affections are and what we're thinking day in and out of everything. Because many a times, you know, we can, we can figure a way to do everything right. But it's not living out. God wants to shape us. God wants to make us holy. And when he makes us holy, we become a beacon for him. When he makes us holy, we become the beacon for this hurting world to bring hope, to bring healing, to bring love and to bring joy. Leviticus chapter 22 verses 31 to 33 goes on to say, You must faithfully keep all my commandments by putting them into practice. For I am the Lord. Do not bring shame on my holy name, for I will display my holiness among the people of Israel. I am the Lord who makes you holy. It was I who rescued you from the land of Egypt, that I might be your God. I am the Lord. You must faithfully keep all my commands by putting them into practice. If God wants to make us holy, are we willing to put it into practice? Not put it into practice grudgingly, but generously. Not putting into practice like, oh, if I don't do it, you know, God will just uh, bring 
hail storms down no but doing it because i love the lord because i love the lord i'm reminded constantly about what happened in the mountain where moses you know uh went to see god what if the people desired to see god would god have said no if people you know were really longing to see this god who split open the sea who gave them manna and quail on the way and when they reached that mountain and if if they really were like moses we also want to worship god we also want to see god but in fact they took the easy way out they took the easy way out of saying moses you're close to god you go you hear him you listen to him you tell him bring down the instructions we'll do it and they stayed away and today god's telling the time has come the time has come and i want each and every one of you so no longer can you say you know i'm part of a church so i'm holy no it goes out of the window or you know i'm part of a connect group oh i'm i become holy no or i'm doing i'm part of the worship team i've you know i'm i'm holy no it's not in our doing but it's in our living out it's in our saying god in 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 my every day i'm taking this time to seek you in my every day i'm taking this time to go into this seal up place that i have at home to look at you to see you to hear you to listen to you so that i can have your holiness in my life for that day and he'll start working he wants he desires for us to ask those questions he desires for us to come with that humble heart not with a heart where we are prideful and we are like you know uh, trying to question him and everything but with a heart to learn with a heart to you know ask him to speak so we can listen not for a place where we are constantly speaking but we want to hear him speak and we can listen so church even as we ask god to make us holy there are two key things which i want us to drive our attention to the first thing is when god makes us holy he will set us apart we are set apart and you're like geshom that's the one thing which i don't want to happen at this point for all of us with the last two and a half years with the pandemic we've been set apart in our own homes whether we like it or not we've been forced into it you know with intentional lockdowns being put in place and things like that but when god wants to make us holy it sometimes might feel like that we are like locked up in our own home we have you know we have uh, nowhere else to go we uh, are literally like you know our uh, our supply chains are being cut our emotional chains are being cut we are just left stranded but it's, it's in this moment god wants us to fully understand that he is more than enough when we are set apart we are not abandoned when we are set apart we are not left alone to fend for ourselves when we are set apart we are not uh, you know left with um, a lack but when we are set apart we are left with a omnipotent god we are left with the omniscient god we are left with a god who's all powerful and so today he wants to make us holy when we are set apart because oftentimes it's in our being set apart that our ears are open it's in when we are set apart our eyes are able to look to the direction of where god is and it's in, when we are set apart is where we are able to rest in his presence underneath his wings and find peace and quietness and listen to what he has to say can we go on to read we're going to read a passage from romans chapter 6 verse 16 to 21 and it goes on to say do you not know that when you continually offer yourselves to someone to do his will you are slaves of the one whom you obey either slaves of sin which leads to death or of obedience which leads to righteousness right standing with god but thank god that though you were slaves of sin you became obedient with all your heart to the standard of teaching in which you were instructed and to which you were committed and having been set free from sin you have become the slaves of righteousness of conformity to god's will and purpose i'm speaking in familiar human terms because of your natural limitations your spiritual immaturity for just as you presented your bodily members as slaves to impurity and to moral lawlessness leading to further lawlessness 
So now offer your members, your abilities, your talents as slaves to righteousness, leading to sanctification that is being set apart for God's purpose. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. You had no desire to conform to God's will. So what benefit did you get at the time from the things of which you are now ashamed? None. For the outcome of those things is death. But now since you have been set free from sin and have become willing slaves to God, you have your benefit resulting in sanctification, being made holy and set apart for God's purposes. And the outcome of this is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today we are set apart so that we can have eternal life. And today God's saying, when I decide to make you holy, you will be set apart. Today, we cannot have our feet in two different places. Paul writes to the Romans, we were slaves to sin. But after knowing Christ, we become slave to his righteousness. Today, we are slaves to so many things. We are probably, you know, one of our friends constantly keeps saying, I'm a slave to my corporate company. You know, but when we remove all of this equation and we say, God, I want you to make me holy. I want you to set me apart. I want to start doing your things, Lord. I want to start doing your... And that happens only when we make room. It says here, your abilities, your talents will become something that you start offering because you're set apart. Today, God wants to use every one of you. God wants to use each and every one of you. Be it in the smallest of ways. We oftentimes think that it has to be significant. But it's in the most insignificant of places and doing the most insignificant of things that we will see God's move, move more mightily than ever before in our lives. It's saying yes to those simple things that God brings across our way. Because we, he set us apart, we'll start seeing God's move more than ever before. You know, um, honestly, as we started this year, Tina asked me, Geshom, what is it that you have in store for? Or what have you thought through? Or what do you want to see in 2022? And the more I thought through about it, I realized, God, you know what? My my mind is so, it's it's limited. There's a cap to it. There's a lid on it. But what's blown away that lid was what happened in 2021. I didn't have any of my expectations. And I was... Just operating, saying, God, you tell me what to do. I'll keep doing that. That's in that when I saw that, you know, he just did so many things, which literally I didn't even think would happen for the year 2021. But it came at a cost. It came at a cost of doing certain things, which required me in terms of my talents, in terms of my abilities, in terms of things that I've been doing day in and out to be set apart which means I had to let go of my Saturdays for something. I had to let go of my Fridays for something. I had to let go of my Thursdays to do something. But in the end, it's rewarding because God brings fulfillment through all of that. So today, if you're lacking purpose, if you're lacking peace, if you're lacking and you're struggling to find joy, it's probably because God's trying to get your attention. He wants to make you holy. He wants to set you apart. Probably you're struggling in a relationship which you've been uh, wanting to commit to, but the other person is not committing. God probably is setting you apart for something better. Probably you're in an abusive relationship and God wants to move you away so that he can set you apart for something bigger and better. God wants you to, you know, set you apart so that you're not caught into the spiral thing of debt. God wants you not to, you know, overspend than what you're actually earning. Which means he's probably wanting to set you apart in terms of people and the culture and the things that you're used to. Would you trust him in this journey? Would you trust him in this journey? It means we might be asked to shift our circles around. You know, when two circles come together, there's an intersection. Those, those common points, those common people all might get shifted around when God starts moving. But allow him to move. Because when he moves and sets you apart, he does it so that you will be a beacon for him. You will be a sign of his presence here on this earth. 
he doesn't want to abandon you like that no he's saying i'll work in you i'll work with you your struggles he listens to it you know the 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 beautiful thing about pursuing holiness is the fact that we come to a place where we can say god this is my area of struggle i don't have this going right but i need you can you strengthen me can you fill me and when we put it in practice practice this not one day but it starts putting it every day you know you you don't i would say it goes beyond what man sometimes says you know you do it for 21 days it becomes but it's you you have to be intentional you have to find god refreshing that every day and when he refreshes that and when that becomes your portion when that becomes like your supplement which you cannot live without you will find no other person to go to but to him and so today if you have been struggling and you've been going with the flow you know we as christ followers are never meant to go with the flow we are never meant to go with the tide we are probably you know the only few who have been chosen to go against the tide so today we are being set apart it says here we have to be slaves to righteousness we have to trust solely in jesus and no one else you know um one of the ways in which um we all have support systems and god gradually you know dissects those support systems as we grow in life you know so a lot of us don't think about it we just think it's just happening but i strongly feel that god kind of like dissects all of that um uh, for me specifically uh, my support system changed when i actually came to study in coimbatore you know and then i had a different kind of support system staying in my uncle's house and then i remember going into my first year college and i was being left in hostel um you're left with a couple of bags uh, my cousin came and dropped me and uh, suddenly your support system is entirely gone you're stuck just all by yourself and then the next support system happens when you actually are dependent on your parents for money and then when you start working and that first call that you have saying i've started earning uh, you you can stop sending me money you realize that there are other support systems that are all which you are dependent on being cut and you solely are governing making decisions for your own i feel when we make this decision to ask god to make us holy we are cutting off all the support systems and we are saying god i just want you i want you i want you to be my support system through and through i cannot be a good father until unless i you know i start seeing uh, you work in and through my life i can't be a better husband if i cannot uh, if i don't have your input i cannot be a better leader if i am not relying on your voice relying on your you know on your constant word that comes from reading your bible jesus wants us to be dependent on him when we are set apart we are not cutting off everything but we are only dependent on jesus when we are set apart we are saying god i solely trust in you there's no one else and so what happens is when we are set apart is that God is setting us apart today probably in families probably you're coming from a family where you know love has been completely distorted but because you know Jesus God's setting you apart in that area of love and through that he'll be able to reach the people those are closest to you with the saving knowledge of Jesus probably joy has been missing and God's warning you to set apart and you know make you holier in those areas peace is something which you've been struggling with probably the very life that you've been living you know the decisions you've made have never the things that have been surrounding you have never worked out but god saying hey if you commit and if you're willing to be set apart and allow me to work and you're willing to obey and do what i'm asking you to do you're not imitating you're not acting like what you know but you're trusting in me and you're doing what i'm asking you to do he's willing to breathe life into your families into your uh, into your own life he's willing to renew it he's willing to restore it whatever is broken he's willing to restore and the beautiful thing is when he restores he makes it beautiful can we the beautiful thing about holiness is when we meet a god who's whole we automatically start becoming whole in lot of areas so today if we go you know into the presence of god with fear 
you know if we are struggling with fear last year even as we heard the fear psychosis he wants to save us but he'll constantly keep reminding us that from as we read in first john 4:18 perfect love casts out fear if you're struggling with selfishness he'll give us verses like philippians 2:3 we're saying do nothing out of selfish ambition but in humility count others better if you have hatred he'll say hatred stirs up strife but love covers all offenses you'll start seeing this holy god starts permeating into every area of our emotion into our spiritual being and soon we are being changed inside out as being set apart we are not physically being set apart but we are being set apart inside our thought processes are the way we spiral down sometimes all those start changing our future we think we can control it but then when we are set apart by him we soon realize that he starts controlling our future the future is in his hands the peace that we long for he starts giving us that peace in troubled times that healing that we require we start seeing that healing physically may not be so evident but we start seeing emotional healing our spirit man is being healed our spirit man is being encouraged to take a next step of faith and believe that god will come through so today are you willing to be set apart so that you can be made holy the beautiful thing about being made holy is the fact that we have this presence where we can enjoy he wants us to enjoy that's why he came down to earth that relationship he wanted to restore and when he restored it it's a beautiful way in which we can call him we can talk to him we can worship him wherever we are at so today even as we are seated at our homes or we are probably in between places right now he's wanting to make us holy but it requires us to be willing to be set apart if we are willing to be set apart he's willing to make us holy our god will never abandon us he never abandoned the people of israel till they actually turned their faces and did whatever they wanted or moved to places or you know acquainted themselves with people who they were not supposed to god's always there constantly waiting for us but many a times we are the ones who are moving away from him and so god's telling i will never abandon you in this journey he will never abandon us he will never abandon us he will keep working in and through us as long as we allow him so today even as we are being set apart let's make a conscious decision that we will let go of that crown we will be humble before him and allow him to work in and through us so that we can be set apart the second thing is when god makes us holy we are able to draw closer to him we are able to draw closer to him the thing about god's holiness was never to distance people away from him but was rather to bring people closer to him but eventually people were so scared of god's holiness you know in spite of being scared they still did sin they still did what displeased him and so today god's telling my grace is the one which saves you but my holiness is still here it's still it's it's is a sanctified place it's something which i am so righteous about it's which i so safeguard so much he will never allow any kind of tint of you know unholiness to be present in his presence but he also wants to make sure that you know the roads are clear so that you can draw closer to him and so today when our god says he wants to make us holy it's not for us to go further away but for us to draw closer to him and in the process of us drawing closer to him we start seeing so many things within ourselves being changed when jesus came down to earth when he died on the cross one thing which represented that big divide tore from the top of the temple curtain all the way below and many theologians believe that can never happen no one can tear it like that and that divide which was there is broken it's gone once and for all we because we are saved by grace because we are saved by his precious blood we have access to him but let's not take it lightly because it's grace because we didn't have to work for it because it did not cost us anything but let's go to him with all reverence because we don't deserve it yet he chooses to give it to us we need to go with that attitude i want to read to us 
from that passage again from Matthew 27:51 to 53 it goes on to say at the moment the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom the earth shook the rock split and the tombs broke open the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life they came out of the tombs after Jesus resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people the invitation here for god to make us holy is to show up the invitation here for god to make us holy is to go close not to go far you know when you love someone you won't love them from a distance you would make every effort to go close you would make every effort to you know make sure you meet make sure you have that coffee date with them make sure you kind of like you know see them face to face you look into their eyes that's the same relationship we need to have with god we have to go close we have to take that extra effort today uh the amount of effort that is taken to capture weddings to capture those moments are so much which is so tangible which is so which is so temporary which kind of like fades away so soon but when we want to see a god who is all powerful who's all knowing and who's willing to give us access into his presence we need to make that extra effort to make sure lord i want to make sure that i'm there i don't want to miss out i don't want to let time go by i don't want to be you know doing other things and miss out on you yes he will be there but you would have missed out the age would have caught up your strength would have been gone and so I, even as we read earlier those talents those abilities what if you could give it to god in your prime what if you could give him your prime and say god change me right now so that whatever i do now will become useful in your kingdom will start bearing much fruit in your kingdom rather than giving him the years which are wasted away that we are tired we can't even move our physical bodies god wants us to make that effort he wants us to show up to his holy presence he wants us to draw closer to him hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 onwards goes on to say and now we are brothers and sisters in god's family because of the blood of jesus and he welcomes us to come into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm boldly and without hesitation for he has dedicated a new life giving way for us to approach god for just as the veil was torn in two jesus body was torn open to give us free and fresh access to him and since we now have a magnificent high priest who welcomes us into god's house we come closer to god and approach him with an open heart fully convinced that nothing will keep us at a distance from him for our hearts have been sprinkled with blood to remove impurity and we have been freed from an accusing conscience now we are clean unstained and presentable to god inside and out So now wrap your heart tightly around the hope that lives within us knowing that God always keeps his promises. Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards act of compassion doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact we should come together even more frequently eager to encourage and urge each other. onward as we anticipate that day dawning god's holiness draws us closer we are sprinkled by his precious blood we've been set apart we have the freedom to come and draw closer to him it's interesting that in this whole thing we see that us drawing closer to god is just not about ourselves it's god's holiness that starts working in and through us we start attracting others towards god's holiness and so today rather than going through a whole bunch of lists what can i eat what can i watch what can i do what can i say you know we are looking for answers outside everywhere god saying hey if you come to me i'll give you that answer that will be tailor made specifically for you if you are struggling from lust god has an answer for you that he wants for you to pursue after so that he can make you holy in that area if you're struggling in debt and with money and the issues of everything related to money he has an answer specifically for you that he's saying would you come to me and i will make you holy in that area if you 
been struggling in an area of you know what i'm not able to honor my marriage i'm starting to look outside god's telling hey you don't have to struggle with it alone come to me and i'll make you holy in that area i'll give you the answers i'll teach you how to be that husband i'll teach you how to be that wife i'll teach you how you can raise up a godly generation if you're the one who's struggling to you know see people in the same ethnicity and same color and same group he's saying hey come i'll make you holy in that area i'll show you that i am a god who came down for everyone and often times we're looking for answers that are generic for everyone but when we start pursuing god with regard to holiness he tailor makes those answers so that we will become holy not just outside but in the inside not just for others around but for ourselves not just for our own lifetime but for the generations to come and today god's holiness goes beyond just what people see it starts within it's god's holiness that caused joseph to say no to potiphar's wife it's god's holiness that allowed daniel to take the challenge and say i won't eat from the king's table but i'll eat what we've are required to eat and we'll stand as a testimony it's god's holiness that enables shadrach meshach abednego to stand their ground and say we will worship no other god just our god it comes down to us are we willing to come closer to god so that god can whisper into our ears and say hey i'll tailor make this area that you're struggling with so that you can become who i've called you to be in this world so church even as we've coming to a close there's this beautiful thing that happens in the new testament time and again Paul says put on the full armor of God. Peter goes on to say the same thing. Every disciple goes on to say the same thing in the New Testament. And I as I was preparing I was asking God God what is the end thing that I want to give everyone is God's asking would you put on the cloak of holiness. You know um there's a popular sitcom where this character called Joey you know wears a whole bunch of his friends clothing you know on himself every dress that his friend has he just wears it and he's wearing it we cannot wear every kind of outfit that we like god saying would you put on the garment of holiness today over your life because when you put that on you wouldn't need anything else i will shape you i will remove every rough edge i will smooth in everything out and i will use you for my glory romans 13 verse 14 as we close instead fully immerse yourselves into the lord jesus the anointed one and don't waste even a moment's thought on your former identity to awaken its selfish desires today this holiness sets us apart this holiness draws us closer but the command for us going forward every day for the rest of this year and for our life is that will we fully immerse ourselves would we put on this garment of holiness so that we will not turn back to our former life we wouldn't turn back to those sinful desires we wouldn't give in to what the enemy keeps tempting at us and for some of us who probably did put that garment on and have failed we think we've fallen god saying my grace is there for you i'm willing to work with you would you come would you turn and come to me i'm waiting for you god's holiness is meant to draw people closer and when we become participants of god's holiness it's not for us to stand on a higher pedestal and look at others and judge but it's to move with others and extend that same grace that god gave us so that we could experience his holiness we can extend it to others so that they can all experience this beacon that he's placing us to be in people's lives so church even as we close today i want to ask you would you put on this garment of holiness in your life today so that you will be set apart and that you will be able to move closer every day of your life till we meet him face to face till we spend eternity with him can we close our loving heavenly father lord we thank you lord for this time we thank you lord for all that you've been doing in and through our lives lord jesus we thank you that lord we get to declare that you are a god you are a savior you are god over everything that we have in our lives lord right now and we thank you lord for your word which came today lord i pray that you would set us all apart lord jesus to be holy you would set us apart so that we'll be able to do lord what you've called us to do lord jesus 
I pray, Lord, for those who are already being set apart and are facing trials and troubles, that they will have strength from you, Lord Jesus. I pray that, Lord, they'll find strength from the church, that even as we stand, we'll stand together, Lord Jesus. No one will be alone, Lord. We are all believing with you, Lord Jesus. I pray we'll be able to uphold one another in prayer. I pray that, Lord, even as we draw closer to you, that we'll be able to shed off all that sinful desire, all the desires of our flesh, we'll be able to shed it out, Lord Jesus, and draw closer to you inch by inch that we'll be able to find you. And I pray that you would use us to, Lord, draw many others, Lord Jesus. I pray we will extend the grace that you've given to us to many others, Lord Jesus, to our family members, to the people that are closest to us, that we'll be able to draw them to you so that they'll be able to experience you like we've experienced you, Lord. Be with us, Lord Jesus. Strengthen us. I pray that, Lord, you would go before each and everyone this week. Your protection, your health, your strength, your favor would be upon each and everyone. I pray that, Lord, you'll bless the food and water of our home. I pray that, Lord, you'll bless us in our going out and coming in. Be with us and take charge. May you be glorified, honored, and praised. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, church, even as you step out this week, step in boldness, knowing that God wants to make you holy. And as you heard, be intentional about it. Be intentional about willing to be set apart. Be intentional about moving ahead, taking that step so that he'll be able to, you know, work in and through us. That we'll be able to draw closer to him. And above everything, put on the garment of holiness into every area of your life, into every situation of your life, so that God will be glorified, God will be honored. Have a blessed week and God bless you all. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus finds life.